What's up, everybody? This is Casey and Joseph, and you are listening to another episode of the Pre PT Grind podcast. Yeah. Where we help you decide, prepare, and transform into becoming the best DPT student and the best future physical therapist you can be. Today, we are joined by one of the godfathers of PT, one mm. of the godfathers of patient care. Godfather. Mr. Jerry. Mm. Durham, how are you? Hey. How you doing? How are you feeling? Yeah, a little exhausted after Clearwater, <laughs> where I uh, got to spend a couple of day with you boys. Um, yeah, everything's great. Loving the profession. Twenty four years out, loving the profession more now than I ever have. So it's a good time to be a physical therapist. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. And for the people who don't know why you were in Clearwater, what what was this event you were at? Can you tell us about that? Sure. So I know you guys were doing some work from there and maybe some people for some other guests, but you know, I've been a physical therapist for 24 years and I met Mr. Greg Todd, who was the host of this event probably a year or so ago and just slowly but surely was engaged in what he was doing and liked his energy and liked his passion and liked his direction. And uh, Mr. Greg Todd put on his first conference you know he's done masterminds and stuff but first conference ever it was called it was called smart success pt live physical therapy live and it was in clearwater florida for two days it only felt like a whole week and it was brilliant man it was just a great time met you guys there met so many new people um all of it so it was a really good time in clearwater florida this past weekend absolutely we'll have to have uh or invite some of our pre-pts uh, listeners out next year. So if you're hearing this now, uh, save up your money, uh, put the date on your calendar. That'll be uh, Memorial Day 2018. And uh, yeah, we hope to see you there. We hope to see you there. It's going to be a great, great time. Even though you are a pre-PT, uh, this is still uh, enormously valuable to you. The, early on, the earlier you can make connections, um, the better off you will be. So yeah. Quick note, it's not only about the networking there, which is huge because I'm the king of networking. I love it. That's how I met Greg, right? Um it's it's the it's hard because I'm I remember I'm I'm hindsight hundred percent, twenty-four years out, reflecting back on how it was. The the mindset that Greg gets you into, the mm. thought process that Greg gets you into, the way he gets you thinking will help you to be successful in no matter what you do. You can go get a job, you can get a business, you can do whatever you want. Greg is setting the tone for how you need to be thinking far before you get out of school. And so there, there is huge value in that. So, so not just about the networking, mind you, it's huge. It's, it's about that mindset and what what you're going to hear and learn over those two days. No, and I agree. And and hearing that from individuals like yourself uh, is what inspires me and Casey uh, to keep grinding. Um, uh, when we got to meet the other professionals that were seasoned, saying, yo, if this was around in the way that it is now, when I was a young professional, when I was right out of school, when I was in PT school, I would have, like, it would have blown my mind. It would have changed, the like, my entire perspective of this profession. And so hearing that um, is really cool for me uh, because it tells us as as PT students and obviously our listeners are going to be future physical therapy students, but as PT students, that just um, tells us that what we're doing right now is in line with with a different a different side of where this profession is going. 
um, a movement that's taking PT to an entirely different level. And I also think that's why uh, we are so grateful to have you on here today for this podcast, because you're right. Hindsight is always 2020, right? And so looking back, um, really, I mean, in the next few moments, we're going to hear from your perspective and your story and your experience. Uh, some of the things that you picked up along the way that would be valuable um, to someone that has yet to go into physical therapy school. And I know for some, the decision is, should I go into PT school or should I not go into PT school? Um, and so, so we're going to talk a little bit about that, but thank you so much for coming on, especially because of that and for your wisdom. It's something that we both uh, cherish very greatly. So thank you, sir. Sure thing. Sure thing. Happy to. So, so I think a lot of our listeners, um, well, a lot of the DPT students and a lot of the clinic owners and people out in the field already know who you are. But for the pre-PT listeners, you know, undergrad, high school, or people looking to join this career, um, just talk a little bit about yourself and how your business is doing and how you found PT and a little bit uh, about yourself. Just a little introduction. Okay. Sure thing. So for the record, you guys, I'll go on record. I was the oldest person in that room. <laughs> and then I was... So not so twofold. I was the oldest person in the room. I, I double checked and I'd been practicing longer than anybody else. So I'm not saying that to give me credit. I'm just saying that to put in context that I'm old. Okay. So <laughs> just for context. So, um, you know, how I got into PT is it's, it's everybody's got this wonderful story, right? Oh, I was a soccer athlete. Oh, I was in a car accident. I get it. Those, I mean, what a way to make a connection and recover from something like that. Yeah, I go from high school. I go from high school straight into undergrad, right? Mm. Um, in California, I grew up in Northern California. Mm. I go straight from high school to undergrad to Sacramento State University. I I don't know what I want to do. I sign up for three business classes and like three of the regular core classes that I knew I had to take. Hated every single business class. So I get to the end of my first semester and I'm like, what the hell am I going to do with the rest of my life? Yeah. So check this out. So it was good because there was still a relationship there with someone. I thought back, I was sitting around going, what have I experienced in my life to this point that I think I would enjoy doing? And I, I, I was immediately drawn to, um, I played high school sports, high school football. I was immediately drawn back to the athletic trainer for our football team who happened yeah. to be a physical therapist, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I was drawn back to that. And I thought he always seemed to love what he's doing, right? It was mm. about he loved what he was doing. He got to spend time with people. So Definitely. I searched him out, searched him out, sat down with him. He took me through, um, his course of education, what he did. So I'd signed up for some classes next semester, signed up for a couple biology classes and just yeah. got on track. And then next semester went to his clinic, spent a day in his clinic, saw what he did, thought, mm -hmm. you know what? I could like this and just kept building and building and then finished up and applied to PT school. So that was my story. It was, it was me searching for something I thought I would love to do. Hmm. And it didn't come out of an injury or anything else. And then, Let's fast forward here. I've been a PT for 24 years. Um, 15 years ago, well, yeah. actually about 16 to 17 years ago, I started my own outpatient practice. And hey. then for the past 15 years, 15 years, I've had yeah. three offices in San Francisco with my business partner, Sturdy McKee. Okay. And just for reference, just for reference, in case anybody knows, we are, I have three out of network clinics in San Francisco. That means we yeah. take insurance. 
means we take insurance, but we just haven't signed contracts with any of the companies and we take Medicare. So that's where I am today. Hmm. Man. And that all came from you discovering that something else that like, I mean, the business route that you were headed was not, was not for you. Right. Oh God. No, no, Man. not at that time. Not now, as you guys have heard, you know, I love the business side of what I'm doing. And actually, even more specifically, yeah. I love the whole sales, sales and marketing side of it, of how do we engage people hmm. to understand that, yes, physical therapy is good for them and that my practice is the right yeah. fit for them, right? Yeah, exactly. So now I use all that stuff. So, yeah. So that's how I got to where I am today and where I am today. And I think on top of that, it just goes back to the fact that you found more um, – more of a passion in that business world when you're able to create a, your own, right? When you're able to have your own practice, when you're able to have a say in what you wanted. Uh, um, and that's when it's game over, right? Yeah, you know, that's it. I'm, I'm glad you brought that up. So I'm on this big kick. You know, early on, it was everybody needs business education. Then I stepped back and I went, but why? Not everybody's going to open their practice. And even I was one of those guys early on going, but why? Hmm. Yet, Yet, if you if you are in any, any industry, I don't care what industry you're in, right, let alone yeah. physical therapy, if you understand the business of what you're doing exactly. and you understand the financial side, then you can do a better job managing yourself and your financial future. Agreed. When you go in and ask for a raise, you will know how you're bringing value to that company, right? Yeah. Yep. And so the basic business knowledge is very useful for the physical therapist also regardless of whatever setting this isn't about their own practice so so you need it for that and then yet like we saw this weekend if you're going to go out and start your own thing you've got to find the smarter people you got to find mentors you got to find people to pay to learn all that right yep yep so so take taking a quick step back for the for the people who are just new to pt can you can you talk to us a little bit about this out of network uh, experience you're talking about? Yeah. So typically when I start, well, no, let's just define those terms. Yeah. So let's just define those terms. So if you hear someone talking about being in network in healthcare, that means they have signed a contract with an insurance company to yeah. take a set, to take a set payment for whatever they do. Yeah. And you cannot legally, you cannot legally collect a dollar over the contracted rate. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that means you take their insurance and you're in network. If you're yeah. out of network, you have not signed a contract yet. You can still bill the insurance company because most plans have out of network benefits. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it's that simple. You sign the contract or you didn't now yeah. out of network has different responsibilities all the way around. Um, the, the deal is they usually pay differently, but not all the time. So there's no absolutes that being out of network costs the patient more money. That's not true. Um, Being out of network does mean the business owner has to take on a few more responsibilities because if you were going to start an out of network clinic, you would still need a billing company and you would still need to know how to manage insurance billing. So I am still billing. I am still billing the patient on behalf of their insurance. Okay. Okay. In, in network, I bill the insurance, I collect the patient's copay, I get the difference, you know, everything's tapped out. Let's just say for argument's sake, at $100, I cannot collect $101 hmm. because you, you agree in that contract. Without of network, 
I can set my price. If I want to collect $101 and the insurance company can. pays $10, then I collect $91 from the patient. So yeah. I think that's probably as deep as we need to go right now. Does that make sense to you guys? Oh, for sure. Perfect. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Good, 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 good. So that, that, that's the basic difference. Now, let me just tell you, I went out of network six years ago as a business decision. Payment kept going down, down, and down. We get a contract from, I don't remember who it was the first year, but what they were going to pay us per visit was less than it cost us to run our business. So it's a pretty easy business. To, yeah, it was a pretty easy business decision. So mm -hmm. if we signed the contract, we would have gone out of business very quickly. So we said we're going out of network, which means we could charge what we wanted. But yeah. it was going to be harder. It was going to be harder to convince people to stay. True. Jeez. Wow. Wow. Well, I'll, I personally will definitely be thinking about that uh, as my uh, career goes on. But um, since you have uh, a few practices in the San Francisco area, I've I've heard you talk about what you look for when you're hiring, you know, PTs. But if we, mm -hmm. we take a step lower, say there's a pre-PT out there looking for observation hours or looking for like a PT tech or aid job, uh, can you talk mm -hmm. to me a little bit about what you look for in students and employees like that? Yeah, great question. That's a great question because I'm going to tell you the same thing I'd tell a damn physical therapist and you guys need to approach us the same way. Yeah. I know, I know a pre-PT student may not understand completely what's out there, but you got to do your homework. Mm. You've got to understand, don't just call 30 clinics and say, I'm looking for hours. You've got to make it right. Everybody is good. Yeah. Everybody's good in this community. They're, they're going to try to accommodate you. You have to give me a reason to accommodate you. Hmm. So, so if I know you've done your homework, if I know you understand my business a little better, I know if you say, look, I so you call me, right? You call a practice. You say, look, I, I need some observation hours. It was on your website. I understand you see people one-on-one. -on -one. I understand this. I understand that. This is how I see myself in the future. And it would mean a lot to me if I could spend my time in your clinic to, so I could understand better how, you know, how I want to go forward. In I like it. Right. Yeah rather than just call me and saying, I'm looking for observation hours. I'm a pre PT student. Do you have anything for me? You got to mm. do your homework, man. Oh you my God. Do your homework. That is, that is, uh, that's gold. Cause we, we have, uh, the, our pre doctor of physical therapy Facebook group and we get questions all the time. Uh, what should I do during hours? What should I do when I'm looking for someone? How do I contact a clinic or a hospital? And that was, that was brilliant. That's going to help so many So people. mind you, now remember, understanding the, uh, understanding the setting you're in, if you call a hospital, they're just going to make you, every, they're going to make everybody go through the same procedure. Exactly. And that's fine. Yeah. And that's fine. If you call an outpatient clinic, then it's going to be a little more stretch and it's going to take a little more work to accommodate you. So again, you've got to understand the context of where you want to be. Um, you said something else, uh, how to contact the hours. Oh, what to do when you get there. Right, right. Do me a fit. Do me a favor. The first thing you do is sit down with the person you're going to spend the day with and say, look, I'm here to learn. You bring your pad of paper, you bring your pen. I'm, I'm not kidding you guys. You then sit down and say, what is the best way for me to be here to learn and stay out of your way? 
that would solve 99.999% run into people volunteering. I've run into people volunteering and I'm working with my patient and all of a sudden they just step in and they start talking to the patient and asking them all kinds of questions. I'm like, bro, let's get through this because what I would have done. And by the way, it's my fault for not setting context. I don't blame them. But yet Hmm. what I wanted to do was go, look, we're going to see this patient. Let me, let me treat the patient. You observe, you take notes and I will make sure we have five, five minutes after every patient to talk about what went on and what questions you have. Hmm. So you're going to sit down and say, how can I best stay out of your way? But I'm here to learn. So is there a way, how would you prefer I ask questions after treatment, during treatment? Will we have time before lunch? You know, Hmm. show that, show that you're aware of your surroundings. I've had people just be, for lack of a better term, total idiots. And I'm, I'm sitting there going, you're hanging out here. You want to learn. And you're like, and and it's making me look bad, but it's just like, you're in the way, just get out of the way, get out of the way. Right. So so step back. Remember it's called observation hours. It's, it's not called stand in between me and my patient and talk to my patient. hours. Yeah. No, I agree. And, And again, again, that's any setting, especially the hospital setting hospital setting you need to be even more respectful right yeah sometimes you're going to end up standing outside the room which is okay because then you can hear the interaction there's always something to be learned man if you're in the hospital setting standing outside the room pay attention to what's going on i worked mm-hmm. hospital setting for for six seven years yeah. you know pay attention what's going on on the floor look at look at how it appears the physical therapist works as a team right yeah so you're going to have to do your homework homework before and ask a boatload of questions before you start there you go no agreed and i think on top of that it's it's also um and i think a lot of my peers didn't really think about this but also looking at it as the fact that once you're done or once you're in pt school or once you're applying for pt school um the physical therapist that you observe under regardless of what setting you're in uh, becomes an ally becomes someone you can go yeah. to, uh for yeah. for for even a reference uh, for a reference um if you build yeah, any of that because they're going to remember, you go. especially after they do exactly what you just said. They're going to say, hmm, such and such, Sally or James or whoever, uh, stood out from any other student that's ever observed under me because they did just that. And so I think that's something to carry. Um, that's something to think about, uh, the big picture, that that could lead to someone potentially you know, helping you get into PT school or even connecting you with a job or most importantly, becoming a mentor of yours, someone you can always reference regardless of where you are in your journey. So I definitely- Excellent point. Yep. Excellent point. Because you're going to remember that person, you're right, because they're going to stand out. So again, it's not about it's not about one person smarter than you. It's not about one person's above you. Actually, you're putting yourself on their level. You're saying, I understand where you're coming from. Yeah. I understand what my role is here. Let's make sure. I want to make sure I'm successful. So tell me how this is going to best work for you. Definitely. That's right. all. Every setting. Right. So, so we went over the observation hours. Uh, now moving into interviews. I've heard you talk about interviews with your PT potential employees. Uh, so when a, when a pre-PT student is in an interview with um, their, you know, the faculty or another student, what are some key points they should be doing and what should, what kind of questions should they ask the interviewer as well? That's a good question. You know, it's been, I'm not going to lie, as I've alluded to, it's been a long time and 
schools have come and gone on the interview thing. Um, you know, remember, you're sitting across. I, I never understand why they have students interview students, by the way. I think that's a waste of time. But that's for a different discussion. Our program um, doesn't do that. <laughs> yeah, I think it should be more the people who it's like, you know, you know, I, I'm not even sure about PTs interviewing other future PTs. They just bring too much of their subjective mm. beliefs. And I understand. I understand the other people do, but these people are going to be your boss. So regardless of if they're bringing their subjective beliefs, you got to pitch it to them, right? Yeah. So again, you want to do your homework. You want to find out what's different about this program. Maybe the intern member, when I went to school, pretty much every program was the same. Unlike these days, I'm talking to students every day and you know, the internships are set up different. So yeah. I'm going to tell you this right now, you find out about the program you're in and make sure you ask questions about that program. Mm. Let that person across from you. Again, this is no different than what I just said, right? Yeah. And by the way, if you ask me about interviewing for a job, this is the same thing I'm going to say, let that person sitting across from you know that you did your homework, that, that you understand that, yes, I know how this is different. Can you explain to me a little bit in that third year? You know, is, is everything on campus, you know, are we spending a lot of time with classmates? I, I learn best by being with other people, you know, are there group projects? I want to mm. know, I want to know um, what's going on here at your program. Mm. Nice. Perfect. That makes sense. Yeah. That makes so, sense? That's perfect. So this, this other, this next question might coincide perfectly with the interview. Um, so since you're a business owner, you've probably gave recommendations to your employees who are, you know, moving to another state because, you know, getting married or just different things like that. Uh, how do you think uh, pre-PT should either ask like a, a PT, PTA or business owner for, for a letter of recommendation? Yeah, that, that, that's a good question. Yeah. You know, um, I think, you know, I don't know. You, you want to pick the, you want to pick j just like back to what Joe said, you know, if you, if you set yourself up right from the beginning, then you could ask all of them and they're all going to want to write one. Right. Yes, and sir. let's face it. I, but let's face it. I'll be, you know, let's be real here, Jerry. Jerry didn't get along with everybody, nor did everybody <laughs> like Jerry, nor does everybody get along or like Jerry today yet. some. But if you go into all those with the mindset, then you'll know the people that you truly formed a professional relationship with. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So start, start back at the beginning. And then that's why, by the way, that's why you're keeping a notebook. You're mm -hmm. tracking every, every one and you're making notes about everyone. Agreed. And then when you go back, so then you go back and you ask Jerry Durham, because let's say I was the PT and the owner at the time you spent time with, and you say, Mr. Durham, my name, you know, my name is Joseph. And I was there from April to, you know, May in your clinic. These were the things I observed while I was there. And now I'm applying to PT school. And those Ooh. are the things that really excite me about the future. And those are the things that get me, you know, passionate about what I want to do. Yeah. I was curious. And then you're going to have to ask, right? I was curious if you felt comfortable enough writing me a letter of recommendation for the program. Wow. Wow. And you're using the notes that you, I mean, cause I've yeah, taken, that's right. I took right. notes down, but I didn't use them in that way. And that's brilliant. Um, because there's, yeah, this student came in, obviously they made an impression, but two, now you're using that as, as you know, as, as your bullets, you know, like that's your, that's your ammo, you know? And so mm -hmm. I think that's brilliant. <laughs> Anyone who uses so, that 
And so, yeah. And so, and remember, and you're not using this for evil, right? You're using this for good because you're like, man, that was such a great experience. And you're reading back through your notes. I had such a great time there, man. It would mean a lot if Jerry wrote this Mm -hmm. yet. I've still got to give Jerry a reason, right? So let me just tell him how much I enjoyed it there and how much I appreciate his time. Why not? Mm -hmm. You're, you're being honest with everybody. And then I'm going to sit there and go, well, yeah, I'll write you a letter. Right. Yes, sir. Yes. I mean, we all want to be acknowledged. We all want to be acknowledged. It's not all about the money. There are people yeah. out there working for a lot less money than they thought they would because mm-hmm. they feel good when they're at work every day. Because people say, Joe, nice job today. And they're like, damn, that means a lot to me. Thank you. Yeah, right. Yeah, so, sure. so we all want that acknowledgement. Thank you for your time. I appreciate my time there. These are the things I read, you know, and just say, these are the things I wrote down that were important when I was there. And I just yeah. want to share those with you. Right. Yeah. Yep. I agree. Perfect. Hands down. So the next question I'm going to ask is, is probably the most important question for this podcast interview. Uh, because warriors, think, warriors and six. Warriors <laughs> six, and six. I'm saying warriors and five. I'll <laughs> take five. it, dude. I'll take five. All right. Oh, All right are we done? Most important question done. <laughs> Yo, crazy thing is, by the time this thing airs, the Warriors... I know, dude. I know. I know. <laughs> so hopefully we don't look retarded, right? No, no way, dude. No. Nope. Nah, Warriors. Warriors in five. We have to let LeBron right. in at least one, but that's it. <laughs> Yo, but most important question of this podcast interview, and I think one of the most important questions that our listeners have is whether physical therapy school is for them or not. Because I think... It's easy to put all your cards in for something that you're convinced about. And I think for us, uh, we see a win on two ends. If we can help someone take the right steps towards physical therapy school, if it's for them, that's fantastic. That's a win. But if we can also help someone prevent themselves from going towards PT school, if it's not for them, then that's also a win. So for you as an experienced physical therapist that has interacted with other clinicians, other students over the years, what is like, what is your perspective? What is your understanding? What is your advice for someone that is saying, I'm not sure if physical therapy is for me or not for me. Should I go into it or should I not? Yeah. Great question. And I commend you guys for asking that question. And, Cause I'm not going to lie when I first saw what you guys were doing. Cause I found you guys on Instagram, hey. uh, you know, I, I liked what you guys were doing, but then I was kind of thinking, are they just kind of like, you know, making everybody feel good about it. And then I met you guys last weekend and I mentioned hey, to Casey about Casey, Casey says, well, I want you to be on the podcast. And I said, well, Casey, I may mention that physical therapy is not right for people. And he smiled and said, that's okay. And I thought, okay, this is going to be cool. Then. So, so that's a great question. And I think, I think more people need to ask themselves harder questions before yeah. they decide. So, so the first question I'm going to ask you is, so I'm sitting across from you, Joseph, and you say, Jerry, I've been thinking about this physical therapy thing. Yeah. And my first question is going to be, tell me why. And you're hmm. going to share a story. You're going to share that you hurt your knee, that, that you had a great experience with a physical therapist, and you believe that spending the rest of your life helping people get back from that stuff would make you happy. Yeah. I'd say, I'd say that's a great start, Joseph. Good. I'd say, now, what do you know about physical therapy? And you would repeat back probably most of the things you already told me. So yeah. my point being, you haven't done your research. Hmm. So 
I would then say, I would then say, so what do you want to get? So, so you're going to choose a profession. You're going to invest four years of college, three years of grad school into profession, into what you're going to do the rest of your life. And you're going to invest a lot, a lot, a lot of money. I'm not going to go into how much I wouldn't say that at that point, because I want to know why you want to do this. So Mm -hmm. I would say, what, what have you looked at further, right? What do you want in the rest of your life? What do you want to be able to do? And I'm not, it's not someone has to tell me 10, 20, 30 years Mm. yet. Yet I want to hear that from them because what I have found as I've done this, I told you guys, I've talked like two people out of it in the last year. Yeah. And, and I don't want to say when I say I talked them out of it, they talked themselves out of it. Right. It was just the questions I asked them. So then, so then I'm going to sit down and say, look, you're going to invest four years of your life three years of grad school. So where, where do you see yourself in the future? What do you want to be doing? Do you understand what it's like to work in the profession? Do you understand mm. what your, what your ability is to make money out of school? Do you understand where you will be with the student loan and what kind of burden that will be on you afterwards? Because then I'm going to double back to what do you really love? What do you really want to do? Are you willing? You can love it, but then if you get out and you just want a nine to five job punching a clock with a hundred thousand dollars debt, this might not be the right fit for you. Now Agreed. I met two people. I, I'm going to plug this because I didn't expect this at all. I met two people I sat down to talk with who unsolicited mentioned because they wanted to make sure I understood they were making no excuses that they had no student loan debt. So I, I sat there and reflected on that. That meant these were people who went to school knew what they were getting into, knew what they were faced with when they got out and had a plan in place when they got out of school to mm. get rid of that debt as soon as possible and not lean on that or blame that for anything. Yeah. I see a little too much blame on student loan debt. And I'm like, wait a minute, hands up. You know how much you were paying for school? Yeah. <laughs> Did you know what your the job market was like? Yeah. I'm like, how is that a student? Why is that a problem? I can charge mm. as much as I want. If you pay it, that's your choice. It's true. That's true. So again, again, the whole conversation is going to be around seven years of your life, a hundred thousand dollars later. How mm-hmm. happy are you going to be to be doing this? And if you really believe you want to do this, then get your ass in there and start going. Yeah. And if you're not, if you're not quite sure, you're going to need to do a little more work. So that's how the conversation would go. Hmm. Wow. I think. Wow. I thank you so much for being honest because we want to take care of of people regardless of they're doing PT or not, because this is their life. This is, this is their future. So yeah. like, like you, like you were talking to me at the conference, if we can prevent it or if we can get them in either way is, is great. Yeah. So that, that's what has to be going on to your head. Have, has I, have I re- nobody, I can't find another industry where people go into profession and have no idea of the, of the, um, of their marketability, of their ability to make money, what the salaries are like, you know, mm. what the settings are like, where they want to live, how much it's going to cost where they want to live. Mm. I talk to a lot of PTs who just tell me, well, I didn't know this. I didn't know that. I'm like, that information was available to you before you got into PT school. Yeah. Agreed. That's, that's so true. So, you can't blame so yourself. for not doing the, <laughs> You can't blame other people for not doing the homework yourself is I think. Yeah, you are correct. Mind. You are correct. Is the bottom yeah, line. That's correct. And the thing is, I think, um, I think with with physical therapy, and and I know we were talking about the Smart Success PT Live and all of that, is something that I've discovered is obviously we're all passionate about the profession. You've been in it for 
for years and you're still passionate about it. And Casey and I are pumped. I mean, we love everything it has to offer. That's why we're still doing it. But, but even now, as we're preparing for our professional careers, um, as we're doing this podcast, as we're uh, planning for our own future businesses and all this other stuff, everything that we put into that becomes exciting, becomes something that we look right. to every time we work on it because we're passionate about it. And so if it's even uh, student loans and all this other stuff, like it's not a problem, it's not a factor. If you're driven, if you're passionate, and obviously if you have a plan as well, and planning only comes with preparation, right? Preparation yields planning. And so, so I think that yeah, that's great. ties uh, what you're saying. And I think um, that's something that our listeners, if you're listening right now, should really, really take, I mean, take, take into mind and take into, um, put into action, I guess I should say. Um, I mean, I would, even, I would even go as far as to say, rewind this podcast a few minutes, listen to what Jerry said again, and write it down. Write those questions down. And then I want you to give an answer to yourself. Don't send it to us. Right. We don't need it. Give yourself an answer. Don't just listen to this passively because this is real action. This is real time. Once you're in PT school, you're spending real money. All right. And once you spend real money, it's not coming back your way unless you're actually invested in physical therapy, unless you're actually invested in um, doing what it takes to really succeed at doing what this profession does, right? And that's take care of people. And that's obviously offer opportunities to do so much more than what the general population may think. And so if that's what you come in with, you have a very small perspective of what PT does and it might not actually be for you. You know what, Joseph, think about what everyone, want everybody to think about what Joseph just said, because that, that's been the theme of this conversation. You just nailed it, right? Because I'm telling people to do a little more work on the front end. You guys asked me about finding observation hours. I said, do some more work on the front end. You go for an interview, do a little do more work on up. the front end, right? You want a recommendation, do a little more work on the front end. Yes, and sir. I, 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 told that story, but you recapped it way better, Joseph, is if you want to go into PT school, you got to do more work on the front end to really make sure it's the right fit for you. Yes, sir. That I think, I think we just picked up the theme, do more work on the front end. Mm. Do more work on I the front end. I love it. I love it. I like it. Right, right. Everything so much time. About. Yeah. Yeah. It really is. It really is. So, so and by as, the way, what even real quick, even, and this is what I've helped those people do that um, decided they didn't want to. Then we go back to what's your passion? It's like there's other ways to help people without being a healthcare provider, right? Yeah. So we talked about, you know, and, and, then, and then I helped um, them think about some other things that they could look into. So, yeah. So. That's brilliant. That's brilliant. We, we just like to thank you so much for, for taking, taking your precious time and speaking with us as, as little students out here. So just, just thank you <laughs> no. so much. Thank you so much. But as we wrap no, up, we, ha we have these, uh, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say no such thing as little students, right? <laughs> we, all, we all bring value. You know, I, I sat in that room with, I sat in that room of, it's funny, we didn't bring it, you guys have probably brought it up on the other podcast, but I wanna bring it up. There were two people in that, there were two pre-physical therapy students in that room this week. Yes, mm -hmm. that's right. I had and so, yeah, and so uh, you know, it's uh, it, it's so impressive. These are the people I want to hang out with. I want to hang out with the people that are at the uh, 
great Todd event. I've been out 24 years. I want to hang out with the people who aren't quite sure even if they're going to go to physical therapy school that are there, right? So hmm. the students that are there. So we all got something to contribute, people. No little students. Appreciate that. Appreciate it. Thank you so much. So these these mm-hmm. last two these last two questions are we have questions on the very practical technical side and one overarching um, big question that you answered already. But on the practical side, you you're a business owner. You've been in the you've been in the uh, field for 24 years. How did what steps did you take to get there, and how can these be related to pre PT students? So well. Ooh. Dude, there, there were so many steps if you look along the way. So where I got to where, you know, if you look at the last 15 years, the, the one piece of advice, the one piece of advice for my last 15 years was get outside of healthcare for your knowledge. Mm. Hmm. Right. So, so the clinical stuff, right. I, I go to Con Ed and Jeff Moore, right. With ice physio, these guys are doing a great job teaching clinical skills and they're doing one better because they're, teaching you how to talk to the patients too. So the yeah. ice physio guys have, re- have really nailed down the clinical care. You yeah. don't need anybody but them right now. But when it comes to getting the business side and understanding the numbers, you got to get outside of healthcare, find That's mentors, good. find member, pay your mentors, find people smarter than you, pay mm. them to do the work for you, pay them mm. to teach you and then pay them to do it. Nobody, you know, dude, you start your own business, right? You get a CPA, you get a tax guy, right? You get all these people, right? Yeah. Right. You, you don't want to, you have to have systems in place to manage that, but you don't want to do that stuff. So get outside of healthcare for hmm. your, for a lot of your education. And by the way, learning how to talk to people, learning how to present yourself in public, all that stuff, man, is important. So, so you want to get outside of healthcare to learn that stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's perfect. Cause you're paying for school anyway. Why not pay for a mentor yeah. who's doing something you want to do? So that was powerful. Yeah. Was so I'll leave it at that. Nice. So, so where can, where can people find you if they, if they love what you said and they loved how real you were? Uh, I believe you have a podcast of your own and you have your own pages. You have your own things going on. So where can people yeah. find you? So I have a podcast called Healthcare Disruption mm. and that's on iTunes. That's on iTunes. I um, have 15 episodes out and I've got eight sitting in a queue. Uh, We're probably going to start rolling them out in about another two weeks. So there'll be a lot of stuff there. Um, Make sure the small kids are not gathered around the listening (laughs) device. There may be some, there may be some adult language in those podcasts. Yes. My goal is to have an E next to every podcast. Um, It's funny because you'll be listening to podcasts and all of a sudden I'll go, Oh my God, I haven't cursed yet. And I'll just say a curse word to make sure I get my E. Um, So healthcare (laughs) disruption podcast. I'm on Instagram at Jerry Durham PT. I'm on Facebook. Go to my business page on Facebook, like my business page, hang out there. A lot of SS PT live stuff was there. I share a lot of content between Instagram and Facebook. That's Jerry Durham PT. Instagram, Jerry Durham PT. My website is, wait for it. Jerry Durham mm. D U R H A M. Click on any orange button if you want to stay in contact with me. I send out about two emails a week and um, I send free stuff out. I send content out. I don't even have anything to sell right now, so don't worry like you're going to get pitched on buying things. And then um, lastly, what uh, my website. Oh, and you can, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to 
do this for the people listening. If you want to talk to me, text me. Do mm. not call me. Text me. 415-509-3986. Text me, and I'll chat with you. Mm. Wow. Thank you so much. I feel like you're going to get a lot of texts from our listeners because of how real well, you are. Dude, I'm happy to talk to anybody. And by the way, if I get a bunch of people going, is PT right for me? We're going to know we made a connection. Yes. Definitely. Definitely. Man. Jerry, thank you so much. Thank you. Uh, thank you. I know sure thing. Appreciate it. Um, I mean, we're going to just kind of open it for you these last few seconds. Is there something that you wish um, to just kind of close out with something to share to our audience members, wherever they are in their journey, uh, just kind of based on uh, you having been there sometime in the past, um, the younger version of yourself. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, is there something you can tell them speaking to the younger version of yourself, um, which is really them currently? Uh, what, what would that be at this moment? So your passion can be physical therapy, but once you get there, you're going to have other ideas about how to do things. You're going to have ideas about how to do things differently. And you're going to have ideas that maybe you want to start your own business. And this isn't a business discussion. I'm just using that as an example. You're going to have an idea about how something you should run. Everybody around you is going to be telling you, don't do it. So here's what, here's what I'm going to tell you, right? Number one is start earlier. Whatever you believe in, start earlier. Number two is spend money, spend your money earlier hmm. on people who can help you move through that, right? Every dollar wow. you spend now, you know how much money I wasted and how much time and energy I wasted to get to where I am because I didn't engage those smarter people, right? Hmm. Remember, do everything earlier. That's the theme of this podcast. Do your work earlier. So I'm telling you, start earlier. Spend. And I'm not saying tens of thousands. I'm yeah. saying spend $500 to go to a course that nobody else is going to. Save $2,000 to buy an online yes. course from someone like Paul, from Paul Goff, right? Yes, and, sir. And, and because once you buy that stuff, it's yours forever, right? Mm. So you're making an investment in your future. So there you go. Start earlier. Spend your money earlier on the people you trust and believe in. Mic drop. It's Mic done. drop. That's, <laughs> that's all they needed to hear. Shoot, that's all I needed to hear. <laughs> man, brilliant words from a brilliant man. Uh, Jerry, thank you so much for joining us on the Pre-PT Grind podcast. Uh, hey, for those of you listening, you guys heard, he, he gave you his number. Who? I mean, shoot, if, if he gives you his number, that means... Um, if you want to know more, um, if you want to ask more based on what you see on his website, based on what you hear on this podcast, he is an amazing resource. I would suggest doing it. Find him on all his other platforms. Um, and as always, we look forward to seeing y'all next week on the Pre-PT Grind podcast. Thank you for joining us. Bye. This is a part of the show where we support the people who support us. First, we'd like to mention Smart Success PT, founded by Greg Todd. This course helps you increase your value and build your brand as a physical therapist. What is Smart Success PT? It's an online course, lifetime access, that gives you step-by-step -step instructions on how to make more money as a PT, improve your worth to your employer, and gain more time for yourself and your family by learning the most current leverage strategies as a PT. It also helps you catapult your career, expand your network, and achieve your goals. So check out Smart Success PT. Next, I'd like to mention newgradphysicaltherapy.com in conjunction with covalentcareers.com. 
NewGrad PT is an online platform that offers you content with topics including careers, clinical skills, licensing, grad school, insurance, residency, and they even have an audio series to help you study. The parent company to NewGradPhysicalTherapy.com is Covalent Careers. This is a sophisticated web platform that helps physical therapists find the right opportunities and jobs after PT school. Their main goal is to be the champion for new grad physical therapists, helping them cross the void from student to new PT, especially in regard to career resources. They have tons of helpful content for both job seekers and employers. It is meant to inform both of how to identify what is the best match for both of them, and then make that happen. This platform also allows you to start networking and communicating with practice owners and potential employers well before graduation. It's a great way to explore possible employment options well before that stressful time of actually finding a job. So sign up for your free profile at covalentcareers.com. Use my code CASEY2017, that's KC2017, when you make your free profile. I don't get paid for my referral code. It's just a way for us to track how well this message is reaching you. So sign up and I'll see you inside. Next, I'd like to mention FitBucks.com. That's F-I-T-B-U-X.com. FitBucks is an online financial platform that can help you map your financial future before, during, and after PT school. Go check them out. F-I-T-B-U-X-FitBucks.com. Lastly, I'd like to give a quick shout out to HealthSnaps.com. It provides video and messaging for you and your patients. Telehealth is here. Telehealth is the future. Go check them out, healthsnaps.com. Now, many of you may be thinking to yourself, why is Casey promoting stuff that's not related to pre-PTs? Or that's where I beg to differ. I think these resources are very much related to pre-PTs. This is where pre-PT grind separates itself. We're not looking out for you only into PT school. We have you covered throughout, and we're looking out for your future after PT school. This is not a 16-week class that gives you a test at the end and sends you on your way. We're here with you for life, and we have you set up all the way to the end of the journey. So stick with us, keep listening, and we've got you covered. Thank you again so much for listening to the Pre-PT Grind podcast. We'll see you very soon.